Hey, Steve. Hey, Bob. How you doing? <clears throat> Look at my wounds. I play the two highest scoring teams, so uh, it's been a tough week, but uh, I'm doing you know, good I otherwise. Really, you play both the eaters and the, uh, the, the chickens. Yeah, so I, I went into the weekend <laughs> knowing I was going to likely lose both, so uh, it wasn't too much of a surprise, but never fun when teams hang 70-plus on you. No, no, it's kind of like that week one, uh, I don't know if you remember a few years back, but Peyton Manning threw seven touchdowns for the buddies against me. Yeah, I remember. It was on like a Thursday night, too. Yeah, oh yeah, I remember that. My game, my week was over, Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So I got I got a funny story for you, so I, I know you wanted me to get my house phone going again, or plug it, it's usually not plugged in, we have, it, we have to have it for Becky's work, so... I plug it in for you. I text you. I'm like, yeah, I'll plug in my house phone. Plug it in. It instantly rang with a telemarketer. Hmm. I mean, this, the whole reason it's unplugged is because the telemarketers hound us. So yeah, I plug I it in. It. I mean, it wasn't even 60 seconds. It rang. It was. It was insane. I, I was telling the telemarketer, I'm like, you wouldn't believe this, but I literally just plugged you in for the first time in a year, and we get a telemarketing call. I know. I, I, I get so many on my business home office line too, which is crazy. Especially right now with all those robocalls for the politics, it's just the worst. Oh yeah. So this year they uh, they just passed a new law in Maine. They they hid it within like a farming one for farmers to put up their signs, but essentially it allows political signs to now go up. 12 weeks in in front of uh, an election instead of six or whatever it was. Mm. So we get an extra six weeks of signs everywhere. So now it's basically 24 weeks a year we got to look at freaking political signs. Mm. I think it yeah. ought to just be if, if you support someone, you can put a sign in your yard, but other than that, get that stuff out of the right-of-ways. It's crazy. Signs aren't that big down here. Like, I don't know. I feel like in Maine they're just – Come election season, they're all over plaster all over Yarmouth down here. You don't um, see I don't know. Much. Maybe just people don't have the internet to advertise on or something <laughs> up here or what. But goddamn. Yeah. The big reason we called this emergency podcast, and we were planning on taking this week off, but uh, we had a, a big trade go down in the YFL yesterday. Yep. Mike Mike te- texted us. Uh, Said, uh, what do you say? Watson's shipping out of town on a llama. Yep. Yeah, I, I kind of had a feeling it was coming. He'd, he's been calling me a lot lately, and so he's like, kind of feeling out the waters with me about it, what he should do. And well, so we, I wasn't we talked about it, but, but yeah, uh, we talked about it last week on the podcast. Like the, the we liked the llamas except for their quarterbacks. I mean, they were they were they were not going to win with Derek Carr. Uh, there, so it, it made sense, and uh, Mike got Mike got a good return out of it, and uh, yeah, I, I just love. Pat- I told, I texted back, Mike. I said, I'm in love with Patrick Mahomes. I don't care who knows it. I mean, he is. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. But it's uh, kind of funny. Awesome. I feel like Watson. Like a week ago, I feel like he was worth more than after one bad Sunday in Foxborough. I feel like his his value is way down. So it, it's hard to tell if he. He obviously didn't sell at the the highest point on him, but I don't necessarily think he sold low either. So it was it was a good trade. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched all of that that Watson Patriots game and most of the uh, Mahomes game. And 
I wasn't worried about Watson at all. He was a little rusty, and going into Foxborough was never easy. Uh, I'd like to see what he does this weekend um, at Tennessee again, but I, I think he's going to pick it up. Uh, he, he'll play the fuller back. Basically, that's the preseason now, is weeks one and two. So, yeah. If you're an NFL team, you have to just not screw it up and, and start 0 and 2 during your essential preseason. So, right. So, yeah, yeah big trade. A, big trade. Now, what the hell was your trade? I don't know. All I know is it was I, got like, text, I got a text two days ago from Gibby asking if I would trade Crabtree for one of his quarterbacks. And I was like, yeah, I'd consider it. And then the next day I get a text saying, which quarterback do you want? And I had to set about <laughs> – and, like, the whole like – I never talked to him about the Watson trade, but I knew it was probably going down in the background because I figured he must be unloading Cooper. So I was like, huh, all right. So I – it's kind of a no-brainer, right, to to trade a 30-year-old wide receiver for a, a young quarterback who might have a lot more trade value. So I had to set about picking a, a quarterback out of those two guys. And, you know, and you'd think it'd be harder for me to trade Crabtree's. <clears throat> He's pulled a lot of games out for me over the years, and him and Stafford are, like, literally the two longest I've ever had anybody. They're each, like, on their 10th seasons. And... um it's funny, I remember back in 09 when, like, I was getting married and Greg Drobio was getting married. We were at Greg's wedding, and they gave out those pine glasses, and John was writing out our names on the pine glasses, and on mine he wrote Crabtree because Crabtree was holding out for about eight weeks there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I feel like with... he just gets you tons, tons of touchdowns, though. Like, Crabtree's just one of those guys, you, like, look at him in someone's lineup, is like, oh, he won't do anything, and then, you, you know, end of the day, check the box score, he's got – 60 yards receiving and a touchdown. Yeah, a lot, a lot of 60 yards and a touchdown days, a lot of them. Um, and John and I couldn't believe it last week when he was playing that game. He was playing without gloves. You don't you rarely see a player on the NFL, on the field in the NFL without gloves on. He was out there catching touchdowns in the pouring rain without gloves. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, ended up, I took Winston. I figured he was three years younger. He's got a – I don't trust Gruden at this point. He's got a lot better uh, pass catchers around him, so – Picked up Winston, and I feel like that gives me a lot of flexibility now with Garoppolo and whatnot. I can trade Winston to get a player at some point, or I could trade Garoppolo for maybe a lot. So I was I was pumped to see that offer come across. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Let's talk about your boy Tyreek Hill. Oh, man, what a stud. God, so jealous. You got Tyreek Hill, Mike is Mahomes. I just love watching those two guys. Uh, I'm, I'm the I'm the third wheel over on the sideline with Sammy Watkins. Like, throw me the ball, please. <laughs> throw me the ball. I'm the former number one overall pick in the YFFL draft. Oh, the guy's got uh, six million dollars guaranteed. What do you have? One catch last weekend? Uh, yeah. He's like the third. He's like what? He's a top five paid NFL receiver. He's not getting any balls. Yeah, Mike tried real hard all off season to get Tyreek Hill, and I just I held out. And he's still trying to get him. Last night he's offered me Joe Mixon for him. Oh, it has to be like a Julio Jones type offer at this point. I mean, the guy is just electric. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's just he's going to score every week at least once, if not twice. I mean, it's insane. I, I was doing like, what was I doing? I think I was. Becky was off with the girls, and I was doing something with Cal for a few minutes, and John had just left Sunday, and 
I check my phone and Nick's like texting me that he's opened off with a you know return TD and then two seconds later I've got the game on and you're texting me that he's scored another touchdown. I'm you know trying to rewind it to see what the hell happened. That was great. I just I love do. how we when he's like burning by everybody head of the end zone he he just throws up the peace sign like behind yeah. him. I love that. It's such a cocky move. Oh, he's, he's so fast though. He's just yeah. so fast. Um, who's the who's the other guy in the NFL that everyone thinks is really fast? I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Kamara. Maybe yeah. I like the, the I Sean like, Jackson. I think I think it might be Kamara. I like to just see a race between those two guys. Yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some big performances around the league. I mean, Breeze had a huge game. Rivers had a huge game. Hill, Kamara. Yeah, watch out for Philip Philip Rivers this year. I think he's gonna be all right. Yeah, he's just the Chargers. God, they can't win. They just can't win a game. Yeah, I'm a pump for this Pittsburgh uh, Kansas City game this weekend. Hopefully, Big Ben plays in it. We get a real shootout. Did you pick your quarterback right this week? I know Stafford and Big Ben were both duds, but did you? Yeah, I, I was wrong last week. Big Ben at ten and Stafford at six. I'm just lucky Stafford didn't leave in an ambulance. <laughs> I've, I haven't seen him take a beating like that in a long time. Oh. Yeah, there was one play who was just lying there, like his leg was crooked, his back was arched. It was like, oh my god, that was ugly. You must have been that must have been a fun game for a Jets fan to watch, though. To oh, go on I was getting so many texts with. from people, <laughs> like, are you watching this, the Jets? I was like, I cannot believe what I'm watching, and yes, I'm enjoying this. It was just unbelievable. Just, uh, I, yeah, it was great. I'm excited. Sam Darnold looks looks pretty good. Now the Jets will probably be overconfident and lose to Miami this weekend, but but uh, at least Arnold looks good. Um, yeah, we had another one of your favorite moments happen this weekend when I, I got 10 points out of Austin Eckler. <laughs> you get so much out of your mediocre players, it's unreal. Like, I'm just praying for a touchdown out of Julio Jones, and you get touchdowns out of Eckler and uh, Tevin Coleman. Uh, it's it just... <laughs> It's like uh, it reminds me of the year, like probably like two or three years into the YFFL when I just had expansion teams. I had to start Eric Pegram for some reason on the Steelers a few weeks, and every week, every week I started him, he scored a touchdown, and that's all he did all year long. I started him maybe three times, and he scored a touchdown each of those three weeks, and didn't score a single point any other week. And uh, I, I bet John Kinsman remembers that, but uh, I'll never forget that. That's the best because you just. You um, it just makes you feel so smart when you pull those things off. Yeah. So the good thing about you got, you having a good week last week is that you, we play each other this week. Yeah. Yeah. Doug's Merriman this week. Uh, the only guy I'm really scared Galladay. He I was really impressed with Galladay. He, he's going to be good. He he was the I thought he was the Lions' best receiver. Yeah, I, I I'm pumped for his outlook long term. Um, yeah, there's a lot of big games around the league this week. I feel like what the Tangs and the Bear is the only matchup of one and zero teams, and there might be one matchup of zero and one teams, and then everybody else is just one and zero, so or zero and one. So there's, there could be a lot of teams in rough shape after this week. You know, 
Dragons, Mallards. Dragons could be 0-2, and they're getting banged up already. You know, white guys could beat the boys and be up 2-0 on them already. Chickens Brothers, yeah. Being, I have to beat the Huskers. My, my team's already up so banged up, like, <laughs> I can barely feel the team right now. Um, Corey Davis has got a, is injured now, and Deshaun Jackson probably won't play. I'd like to out to two or three receivers. I tried to put in a waiver request this week, and someone beat me to the guy I wanted. Uh, Fans McDonald didn't play last week. It's just Carlos Hyde can't. There's no way he'll make it, you know, two or three games healthy. So I, I got to I can't follow one, too. I just don't have the depth. I don't, I, don't even, I don't know. Kevin and I were talking about this today. I don't know if I've ever seen the waiver wire so bare. I mean, oh, it's only week one, and guys will merge, but usually you can at least kind of look at your list from the draft and still feel like, there's a bunch of guys you wouldn't mind getting your hands on at some point, and I feel like there's just nothing there. Yeah, it was pretty bare. Um, who got Philip Lindsay? Oh, Mike got him. That guy. That's who I wanted. He was he he was awesome. Cause I had that on. I had the Seahawks Broncos on TV two for the late games, and uh, I, I texted you. I was like, "Who is this guy?" Because I didn't have the sound on TV two. I had it on the Chiefs Chargers. Like, who is this guy? I thought it was Booker Devonte Booker. Keep getting the ball. He's like, no, it's Lindsay. He's supposed to be good. And then, then I, you know, of course, he was all over uh, Roto World and all the sites this week. And I was hoping to get him, but Mike got him. Yeah, there's, there's no sleepers anymore. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I was trying to get John o. Smith, but of course, John was all over him. I, I tried to get him too with the uh, John's beans. All over. Any, t- any tight end I ever cut, John's all over. He is the tight end guru. He just knows tight ends. Uh, he's like, oh, Steve just cut that guy, Jordan Reed, uh, George Kittle. I don't know. There's like three others too. I'm like, yeah, damn it, John. Maybe because he played tight end. What's that? Maybe, maybe because he played tight end in the YFL. He just feels like some sort of uh, yeah, connection with the uh, YFL tight ends. I don't know. I took a flyer on Corey Coleman. Figure maybe he's, you know, he's really only – had two bad years because he broke his hand. They're kind of fluke injuries, so it, you can't yeah, pick up the bills. It might be a problem. He's so talented. I, I don't know if he, he's sharp enough to pick up the Patriots playbook, but, uh, man, he can run. But Philip Dorsett, I think – did Aceto get uh, Philip Dorsett? He's, I think he's going to have a great year. I thought I thought it was a crazy pick at the time, and he had a great game. Um, Kevin's pretty sure Nathan Peterman is the worst pick in YFL draft history. Yeah, I was telling my buddy who's a Bills fan, like I was like, he should not be on the NFL roster. He's a practice squad player. And my Bills fan friend came back and said he should be selling insurance in Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> um, what happened to the Bills? They were a playoff team last year. Now they're probably not going to win a game or two this year. It's just... I don't know. They are atrocious. I feel yeah. bad for Josh Allen. Like, they're going to ruin his career. Oh, yeah, definitely. They'd be better off just trading for, like, RG3 or uh, bringing in Mark Sanchez or someone just to take a licking until Josh Allen's ready. He's just not ready right now. They should, never should have cut, got rid of Tyrod Taylor. It was stupid. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Bill, okay. people are going to pick against them in the survivor pools all year. Oh, oh yeah. Chargers on the road. Pick against them. Yep. Definitely will.
have to cycle back, but I think we need to cycle back a little because I know the, the llamas are feeling like the, the media is ignoring them, even though most people picked them to win the division. But uh, so, what do you think of their new roster now that they got Watson in there? So they get Watson, Barkley, Michael Crabtree, their, their boy Trey Burton, Levin Bell will be back at some point, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, Jamison Crowder. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely. Uh... I think it's the Eaters and the Llamas in the um, in the in the AFC. Yeah, they got to bounce back from that 28-point week this past week, but they def- definitely need to get Levy and Bell back there. But John was actually pointing out to me today that Bell's finishes in like running back scoring are actually not that impressive. He's made a lot of Pro Bowls out of the AFC, but you know he's generally been in like the 10th, 8th, 12th. You know, for a guy that in most leagues, we're drafting like number one overall. He just really hasn't been that that great in the YFFL. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. But uh, yeah, he's he's got a good team. We'll have to see how Watson does. You know, I think he's going to get hot and be a pretty good quarterback. He looked he just looked a little rusty, but um, once he gets Fuller back and you know DeAndre Hopkins is probably the best wide receiver in the league, if you ask me. What do you think of this for a trade offer? What if the Llamas offered Le'Veon Bell to the Dragons for DeAndre Hopkins? Does either guy do it? I don't think John does. I think uh, I think he keeps DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see what would happen if that offer was put on the table between the two guys. If either one would bite on it. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a good one though. In, this, in that division, I would think the Llamas pull the trigger because, I mean, as many people have proven, you really only need one running back. But I don't know if John does it or not. He's got two. He's got Burkhead. I still don't know why Burkhead's on his team and not on the Beans, but we've already <laughs> argued that. Everyone's heard us talk about that enough. You really like Burkhead, huh? I was so pissed when you took him last year. Made me take Jonathan Williams. He uh, looks good on paper, but you know, it's, it's a, right. more of the it's more of the Patriots running backs like Sony. I mean, of course, Jeremy Hill gets injured first week, so now Burkhead's like their three down back, or you know, first and second down back, and you know, bringing in Jeremy White. But now Sony Michelle's back, and they they just picked up uh, some guy. I forgot his name already, but they just cycle in running backs. Ken John Barner. Ken John Barner. That's the type of guy I'd pick up and get a touchdown out of. Yeah. Um, most impressive team outside of the Eaters and Chickens week one. Who do you think it was? Uh, White guys? Bear? Brothers? Uh, brothers lost. They only oh. got 30. They only got 30? Yeah, 38. Yeah, the Huskers. I didn't think the Huskers would hold on to beat them on Monday night. I was pretty surprised to wake up and see that the, the Huskers held on. Yeah, I was too. I, th- I guess I thought they won, but... Man. Yeah, I still don't know how the Bear got to 63. Yeah. I've looked at the numbers, and I mean, Greg Zerline, 15 or whatever he had, it's it's insane how many points he gets. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, I mean, the Beans got 50, and I left Deshaun Jackson. I mean, Deshaun Jackson's an afterthought for me now, but he had 16 on the bench, and then um, oh. 
my other receiver, Lockett, had eight on the bench, so I love 24 no, points. Lockett's going to have a good year. Yeah, now with Doug Baldwin, he, I mean, he has to. There's no excuses. Yeah. He's going to be he's their primary receiver now, so he's in my lineup this week. Jeez, I saw a video on Twitter today, and this guy was quizzing Sean McVay, and he would just be like, okay, week seven against Minnesota on the road. It's the second quarter, second and seven. What play did you run? Like, there's three minutes and 20 seconds left in the quarter. And he'd be like, okay, it was a wheel route to Jordan Reed for a first down, touchdown up the middle, Jameson Crowder. And the guy'd be like, yeah. yeah, that's absolutely right. And he did it for like 10 plays, and, and he literally – he remembers every play he's ever, like, been a part of as a coach. Yeah, and that, that doesn't surprise me a bit. I don't know how guys like him and LeBron James and – I just don't know how those guys remember everything like that. Maybe because they just watched the, the video of the games after like five times or? I don't know. Like, I remember weird sporting events too and stuff like that, so it doesn't surprise me entirely, but. Yeah, all I know is after seeing that, I'm like, I gotta get, I gotta get some shares of the Rams. That guy, he is something. He's a good, he's probably the second best coach in the NFL. Yep. We never uh, picked which Memphis brother was going to have a career or a season-ending injury. Oh, that's that, that's for I think Nick and Kevin to do. Those are the oh, guys that root, root for injuries. I but, can't have it be Christian McCaffrey. I got him in another league, and yeah, me too. <laughs> I do not want it to be McCaffrey. It's a PPR league too. He gets me like 15 points a week, 20 well, points if he scores a touchdown. Blount kind of got hurt, so. I, I don't know. Who do we really consider stars on his team now? Goff? Do we consider him a star? I don't know. But he's his only quarterback. Yeah. That would be a devastating. It's always like a key player, like Beckham, Brandon Marshall, uh, you know, keeps going Brandon back. McCaffrey, Alex Collins, Beckham. I'm not going to count Marshall, Nelson, Ross, or Woods. I guess it'd have to come out of those guys. Goff. It's got to be Goff. He I, I mean, he's carried one quarterback. It, it's got to be his quarterback that goes down. Yeah. Speaking of IR, Kenneth Dixon. This, that, the YFFL season doesn't officially start till Kenneth Dixon goes on the IR. Third straight year. <laughs> on the NFL or the YFFL? Both. Well, I haven't put him on the, the YFFL. I might just cut him at this point, but I, don't, oh, so I think he's made one career start for him. The IR today? Yeah. Okay, but you can just you're just saving your moves for later. Well, I tried to get John New Smith and Philip Lindsay, but I didn't. But I wanted to get Foreman on the IR because he'll be eligible to come off in six weeks. So, okay, new rule this year. Yeah, you can do that. So you can put oh, I people. I saw that. Off. I was like, oh, I wonder if that's what he's thinking. He's going to get him off the IR. Yeah, because Foreman's on the pup, so he's eligible week seven, I think. Yeah. Uh, which would work out perfect if he is healthy by then. So, I mean, McKinnon, it didn't matter, but uh, Foreman, uh, who's on the pup list. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I love the new, I love the, the new rule. So, it works out well for guys that are going to be out for half the season. So. Yeah, we never really talked about the rule changes the other day. So, what did we do? We added that, which I I like. It's, I mean, it's basically the Jimmy Garoppolo rule, but um, – I think that's good for the league. Anything we can do to, to more 
closely resemble the NFL, I think, is always better. Yeah. Uh, what was and what was the other rule we did? Um, tough to remember it. Boy, it was, it was crazy to think that it was it was important enough to do, but I, we can't remember it. Oh, let me let me look at the rules here. Oh, we moved the trading deadline a week. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's always good. I feel it's always felt like week ten was a, a week too soon. So. And How come no NFL team hasn't has signed uh, hasn't signed uh, Dan Bailey yet? Uh, Dan Bailey or Des Bryant? It's crazy. I mean, because usually after week one, when veteran I think veteran contracts aren't um, fully yeah. guaranteed. Uh, I thought someone would snag him up. I mean, there's so many bum kickers in the league. I mean, oh, you, I don't care who the Chargers have. I don't. You would have thought the Chargers would have cut whoever they had instantly and gone and signed him. Yeah. All or, the issues. Uh, yeah, the Browns. They could have won that game except their kicker. You know, had this his kick block because it was way too low. I mean, it's just like. That was yeah. That was a low kick. Boy, that was that was a crazy game. I can't, I, <laughs> I can't believe they tied. And the best part is the stat that flashed up on the screen that the Browns are off to their best start since 2004. Yeah. Yeah, I think that snapped, did that snap their 21-game losing streak? I believe so. Wow. Yeah. Kind of like Yarmouth boys soccer last night. They um, they had their 20-something game win streak snapped. They're still undefeated over 36, but they, they tied Freeport 1-1 to and – the Freeport's goal was on a Yarmouth own goal. Yeah, I saw that they tied. I didn't realize there was a there was a streak going. Yeah, I didn't either. But I saw that in the, the paper this morning. They, they scored on themselves with you know just a few minutes left in the game. Monday morning. I, I mean, you didn't send me any texts. I, I I stayed up to watch the Packers the miracle comeback by Aaron Rodgers. It was it was just another insane. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers come back. I was texted you, and you didn't even respond in the morning. Was it just because it was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers again? Um, I don't know. I'm usually, I'm usually up at like 4:30 or 5 nowadays, so I didn't really want to, um, I didn't want to send one and wake you up or anything. So I, I think I waited, and then it just kind of, I kind of forgot about it after I'd seen it. Yeah. I don't know. Do you usually uh, like silence your phone? Put it on, yeah. Do not yeah. Okay. Don't do not disturb. Um. You got so it. Our, with yeah. But yeah, I I don't know. I hate Aaron Rodgers. He's by far my least favorite player. <laughs> I'm not a big Less would be as if he was on the chickens. Yeah, I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers guy either. But I mean, that was it was just unbelievable. And the Bears like did everything wrong. It was like almost like they were playing the Patriots. Like uh, the running back. You know, stepped out of bounds accidentally when they were running the clock out, so kept an extra 45. Otherwise, it would have gone down the two-minute warning. It kept 45 seconds on the clock uh, before the um, the pass to whoever it was, Cobb or the uh, Adams that went for 75 yards. Uh, oh, Rogers Rogers went right to a Bears uh, to uh, Fuller, and he just dropped the interception. I mean, right to him, and he just dropped it. So you knew with all this stuff going on, there's some sort of divine intervention, and uh, it was was hilarious. I think the best thing I saw in that game was uh, when – 
someone someone wrote that uh, during the first half, Khalil Mack looked like uh, <sighs> the water boy. Oh my yeah, we don't talk defense on this podcast, but oh my lord, he was just. We were tackling. That was the first half. I mean, he was like an a animal playing with little kids. He was. Oh yeah, he was just like the water boy. He's like Bobby Boucher. Just like Bobby Boucher, just ripping things up. It was insane. Oh my god. What were the Raiders thinking? I mean, that's a that's a player you build your franchise around. Oh, I, I know some graphics. Yeah, I, it's I still can't believe that. It's got to be over the one. Gruden's got too big an ego, and then two, it had to be over the the whole guaranteed money thing I was telling you about. How long um, is Gruden the head coach in uh, Oakland? Two years. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's just I think it's going to be a disaster and. He's going to end up uh, giving up most of that $100 million. Well, it's fully guaranteed. But he said he won't take the money if he's not the coach. Yeah. He's a man of his uh, word. So I got something I got to I gotta ask you about. And then we'll, we'll wind this thing down for our listeners here, our eight listeners. Yeah. So I knew Kevin didn't really watch – Thursday night football, which I can't blame anyone for not watching Thursday night football. I would think most people, if they're around, would just check in on it. There's but a game going on right now where we're not watching it. I know. I, I turned it on for about a minute. I was like, yeah, now I'm going to go back to watching Game of Thrones reruns. But your brother, he doesn't even watch football on Sundays. I'd say he probably is into the YFL. He's right there with me. Like Nobody loves it more. Like, so he just he watches the like, helmets on his like app on his phone. I don't know, but he you know he's into baseball and football, like and all he cares about is fantasy sports, and he literally watches no baseball games, no football games. So I was like, well, how do you know if someone's good? He's like, well, I don't know. How does he not even watch the Giants? That's weird. He says he watches definitely probably under an hour a week. What the hell else is it to do on Sunday afternoon in Hartford, Connecticut? I don't know. I was like, well, Kevin, I don't know to tell you, but I'm pretty sure I just sat there from 1 until 10 o'clock watching football and <laughs> maybe helped out with bedtime for half an hour. Yeah, it's the same here. And now Brody is kind of cool because Brody's kind of into it. He wants to know the helmets, and then he, he's got this helmet set, and he goes and gets the helmet. And we'll, I'll you know, change the DirecTV channel, and I'll, I'll say, all right, Brody, who are those two teams? He's like, the Dolphins. And you know he thinks the lions are the tigers, so it's funny. So, so it's really cool no, now. No football at the Sandstone household. I, I still just can't even wrap my head around. He doesn't watch the Giants. I figured he'd at least watch the Giants play. <laughs> I gotta. I guess I gotta give him uh, your Directv uh, Sunday ticket login. Well, only one person can watch that at a time. I know. I'm saying I could give it up to him and see if that like does the trick. I mean, when you've got like ten games to choose from, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know if you could get him in. I, I don't if I didn't know. have that this week, Steve, the four o'clock game here they were showing was the Cowboys Panthers. It was so boring. It was so many punts. I would not have been able to see Patrick Mahomes or Philip Lindsay. It was. It was huge. Yeah, I don't know. He he must just be doing, must be raking the leaves or something already. It's just, I can't wrap my head around it. Crazy. All right.
do you want to pick the games this week or just skip it? Uh, well, we've we've uh, we'll just do it real quick. All right. Eaters at the buddies. Patrick Mahomes is now in the lineup. If Mike had started him last week, he would be one and zero. And it's still gonna well, still gonna be the I, I'm picking the Eater just because Rivers and Gordon going up against uh, Buffalo. Well, I don't know if it's gonna help Rivers much. Gordon's have a big game, but um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Eaters over the Buddies because Antonio Brown's just gonna offset everything Mahomes does in that game. Yep. Merry Men Thugs. <sighs> wow. A battle of mediocre teams. Evan Coleman looking like he might get the start. Yeah, I hear Freeman might not play. Uh, man. God. I got to think the Thugs can win this, but who knows? I don't know. I don't have any confidence in my teams this year. I really don't. See, I'll take the Indianapolis play. Indianapolis is at Washington. So yeah. Probably be playing from behind, Luck. I, Luck's going to get his 12 to 16 points. I mean, he's, uh, he's just automatic for that. I'm hoping Cook finds the end zone. Barber, you know, he's got, he's going against the Eagles, so he probably won't get anything. Josh Gordon, uh, either Gordon or Joker will score. Watkins is a zero. Bilal Powell, maybe he gets a touchdown. I don't know. I, I'm looking. Looks like at 30 to 35 points for the thugs. I bet you. I bet you squeak. Uh, I, actually, don't I own you? Don't the thugs always beat the Merrymen? Um, let's see. I feel like I've won like three or four in a row from you. That well, definitely week 13. You own me week 13. There's no way around that. Uh, you are 21 and 16 in one against me. But over recent years, I, I feel like I've won like three or four in a row. I feel like you've been definitely pissed because <laughs> my thug teams haven't been that good lately. I still, yeah, I'll have to go look it up. I feel like I got a three-game winning streak going against you. you. You've definitely knocked me out of the playoffs a couple times the last few years. Yeah, I think the streak ends. Merriman win this one. You go to two yeah, and zero. Oh. And forty to thirty-five. Refugees, llamas. This is a big game. Refugees and llamas both need to get on the win. On the win column here. Trubisky, Fournette. Fournette's injured. Gronkowski going against the Jaguars. It's going to be tough. Uh, I'm going to take the Llamas. Yeah. yeah, definitely Llamas. Tangs and Bear, battle of 1-0 and o teams. Dak Prescott looked like he was back in college last week. Yeah, he's slowly... Uh, Teams are figuring him out or something, and he just doesn't. He doesn't have the weapons either. He's just not going to have a good year. He he, no weapons. He doesn't have uh, five All Pros on the offensive line. John's got to do Garoppolo for Camara. That that makes sense. Uh, I'll take uh, Brady's not going to put up much either. Sony Michelle, no way. This is going to be a low scoring game. Going to be really low scoring. Probably going to be out. Jamal Williams is going to run into brick walls in Minnesota. This is a bad game. This game, Greg Olson is not playing, so I mean, Bryce over in Colorado is taking advantage of the recreational laws. Still got Greg Olson in there, Amendola. Oh man, this game might not make it out of the twenties. I'll take the Tangs to pull it out. I'm 
going to take the Bear just because I think T.Y. Hilton, Cooper Cup, and Greg Zerline can do enough to get him the win. Okay. Huge game here. Mallards, Dragons, you know. Whoa, Garoppolo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot one thing about that. Dragons go 0-2. Mallards are sitting on this Dragons draft pick, so I'm rooting hard against them. Aaron Rodgers, thank God, is playing in the 1 o'clock game. There's nothing worse than when Rodgers – he's playing Rodgers and he's playing in the 4 o'clock. He's or always later. playing in the Sunday night. Yeah, the 4 o'clock game or the Sunday night game is like Aaron Rodgers every week. It's a – Fox and NBC just love showing Green Bay games. Uh, you got Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going to torch Matt Patricia's Detroit Lions. With who, though? He's got no one to throw to. George Kittle. Yes. Oh. Yeah, then maybe John should do this Kamara for Garoppolo. Let's get uh let's get Kittle to Garoppolo in the YFL. Yeah. Uh, Evans and Hill should have good games. Boy, it's gonna be close. But I don't think it's gonna be high score. I think we're gonna be we're both gonna be in the thirties. Yeah. Well I mean yeah, just I mean Tyreek Hill, he I mean I think he gets his points. I'll take the Mal. Uh, both your teams two and zero. I'll take the Dragons. <laughs> I got to play the law of averages here. I mean, you're not going to have good fortune every week. White guys, big boys. Ooh, this is a big one too. Yeah. Um. Who the Giants play? Who's Eli got this week? Eli is at Dallas on Sunday night. I'm taking the the white guys, Michael Thomas. I'm gonna say the big boys, cause just cause I already know we already know AJ Green has a touchdown tonight. I'm gonna say the the big boys spring the upset. Not that it's much of an upset. Beans and Huskers. I'm banged up. I'm really banged up. Yeah, but David Russell Johnson's hurt. Russell Wilson. Somehow at 18 last week. I don't understand how, but he's at Chicago next weekend, next Monday. I'm going to say the Beans pull this out. Yeah, I I feel like Julio Jones gets a touchdown this week. I think Lockett gets one, too. I bet I get either Hyde or Crowell will score. Kirk Cousins is usually good for, you know, 12. It's going to be a close one. This is, you know. It's going to be in the 30s or 40s, but I'll take the beams. I can't go 0-2 with both teams, can I? I don't know. I mean, Merriman and Mallard's going to be 2-0, so I think you can. Man. Chickens, brothers. Chickens, easy. Really need the brothers to win this one, really do. Yeah, yeah the I think chicken. the whole league, whole league will be rooting for the brothers, except for Nick. Yeah, I mean, like, James like, Connor. I mean... How convenient James Conner for, for the chickens. I don't know how much longer it will be, but he's covering up for LaShawn McCoy, who just won't do anything in Buffalo. Um, but, yeah, that, that James Conner, that's huge for him. I'll take the chickens. I can't believe James Conner is this good. He was he was terrible last year in his, in, you know, his spot carries. But, man, what a beast. But by far the worst haircut I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't know what to I don't know what to say about it. It's like it's so right now Bryn's goal in life is to become a hairdresser and that's pretty much what I would imagine my hair would look like if I let Bryn c- 
cut my hair right now. Yeah. I haven't seen it personally, but uh, I can imagine. You should look it up. The front of his scalp is shaved, and then he needs a little hair with a stripe, and he's got a gap, and then he's got like a ponytail. Gotcha. Let's do a live, before we sign off, let's do a live check-in on Joe Flacco. Remember last year we kind of tracked him and how awful he was? So right now he's 5 for 10. (laughs) 5 for 10 for 85 yards. That A.J. Green touchdown was the short field due to a Joe Flacco interception. Yeah, AJ Green has three touchdowns. What? Come on. Twenty-one-seven. He's got three touchdowns. AJ Green, AJ Green, AJ Green. Wow. Holy crap! Wow, I guess a lot happened while we've been on this podcast. We've missed two AJ Green touchdowns. Wow. Wow, boys, boys really should have started uh, Andy Dalton, huh? Oh, it's it's. Chris's duty to always pick wrong. I mean, that's what he's known for. It'll be in his obituary. <laughs> oh, that would be really funny. I mean, not that we're rooting for him to, to go anytime soon, but uh, his obituary. You could never decide between Eli Manning and Andy Dalton. Is, is RG3 active tonight? I don't know. Uh, I thought he's usually. Yeah, I think they they, they roll with all three quarterbacks. Or they activate Jackson, and if they use him, I don't know. I was trying to explain to Becky the other day how it works when you bring in your third string quarterback. I don't, I don't know if he is active because Lamar Jackson has a carry, but uh, I might see Lamar Jackson in the second half because Flacco's five for ten, eighty-five yards, an interception, and three sacks. QB rating of thirty-nine. All right, John Brown got two points for me, and. Crabtree's got two catches for 26 yards. Guys, these llamas are halfway to two points. He'll he'll get a touchdown. He'll get his touchdown. He'll he'll do you guys right. He'll get you a touchdown on the first night. Yeah. All right, Steve. Well, we said right, we're going to keep this to 20 minutes, so we're just a few minutes long. But uh, emergency podcast. Oh, yeah, we we were shooting for 20 to 30 minutes. We're at 42. We gotta get we gotta get off this thing. But uh, yeah, good luck this week. I'll be uh, right. I'll be rooting for the Merriman, obviously. All right, I'll text you, Merriman Thugs. Let's do it. All right, see ya. See ya.